0: The following content has been provided by New St. Andrews College in Moscow, Idaho. For more information, visit us online at NSA.edu. Back to the Christmas game film, of what have you. <laughs> I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. And we're done with Christmas. Who and so are you. Ra. I just, well, I left my house a carnage of dead pine needles because I took down the tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as I left, I had two girls shoveling it into a garbage bag. And then when I get home, I mean all the dead needles, you know, because to get the daffodils out. And when you get home (laughs) dog dead, our tree was not at all fresh and living anymore. Ours was still alive. But nonetheless, December twenty sixth we shot it out the door. (laughs) Because (laughs) when you're really trying to clean up, Mm -hmm. you get to a place I'm like this is no longer a savory looking thing. Like we don't I'm not uptight about um, our ornaments. So, like, Moses has been rearranging quite a number of the ornaments on the bottom of the tree. He, You know, because he helped decorate it. So, he takes them off and hangs them in different places. So, it was looking kind of scattershot. Yeah, as a decorative thing. Yeah. So it was kind of just I was done looking at it. Well, I was and like, ours I feel finished. We put it up early this year because you know Thanksgiving was early, and yeah, we did it the weekend after Thanksgiving, which is when we normally do it. But then it died pretty early on, and then the branches got lower and lower, so mm. they were sort of encasing yeah. the ornaments within. It was them. Starting to be a Debbie Downer of a tree. Yeah. <laughs> and here's here's my final Christmas tip: throwing literal shade this on is the my, ornaments. My Christmas tip that will be all until next year because I have to take a moment to say ha 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 I put away all my ornaments today with my system that you mocked her and system Nate mocked her mercilessly system but mocked. your system is like 12 layers of complications oh beyond not, what it needs to be no it is so fabulous and every year when I put it back I just feel like yes They told me I was dumb, but I was right. This is the seventh year, Rachel. The seventh. I like, well, tell people. Aren't there, like, (laughs) photos taped on the bins of your ornaments? No, they're not. And this is, maybe we already talked about this. Did we already talk about this once? Vegas off the chain ornament storage devices. I love it. I love it a lot. I don't get it. I don't understand the need. I will tell you, everyone. (laughs) Choose you this day. (laughs) (laughs) I <laughs> I went out to Walmart like well it would this is the 7th year that Seven I 7 years it. ago yeah 7 It's one of the only I bought a bunch of new clip together bins you know cuz mine were really reckless looking and and overstuffed and you know you your collection of things grows it actually grew quite a lot because we moved to England and we couldn't take any of our ornaments and so we came back with a bunch of England ornaments and anyway all this to say I just went out one year and I bought all fresh ones that stack and clip together in some big Rubbermaid bins, right? Then I loaded them all up in a sensible fashion. Mm-hmm. And then I just took a picture. And then, folks, no, she no, overpackaged. No, I didn't. She overpackaged I didn't own no, Christmas no, ornaments. Is, no, this is genius. <laughs> I took a picture of the top of the bin and then I just dumped it into a little document that I had. A picture of the bin and it has like here's the silver reindeer and the silver snowflakes and in this other one i would like to insert my canes. own flat no, face no. emoticon
1: <laughs> <laughs> i then, don't care if it has your little I silver one, reindeer in. and
0: then i have one that is the heirloom ornaments that uh-huh. i always put on the tree myself because they were my grandmother's and they were from her childhood and she so gave I them to us. I don't have any of those. Well, she gave them to us the first year we were married. Yeah, you and... and but it that's, was, that's anyway, different. Anyway, so they've always yeah. been on the tree, and they're really old. And so I have... And it's like some of the ones we bought for our first Christmas together. I just... I have those in one bin, and I'm the one that hangs those. they're precious. But then... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's being mm-hmm. snotty, guys. But then... <laughs> <laughs> then, this is the, sp- the smart part. I have one little bin for each kid for their ornaments. And I can't remember... Who's his witch? You know, because our mom gives them a new one every year. And I can't keep track of these things. And so they I and all, all raise my hand as being the person who never even tried mm-hmm. to keep track mm-hmm. of the ornaments. But, I, when we're decorating the tree, we put all the normal ones on. And then it's like, here's your bin of your ornaments. You go put them on. And then at the end of the time, they I put them back in their own little bins. And this is why it's so smart, people. Because if I want to know where are the Christmas tablecloths I don't have to pop the lid off of every single bin and have a rummage to see what's in the bottom of it because it might be because you could, it. You it might could be, just reference your document which is what I do and Which I, I love it, see, I love I, it. that is the pre- weirdest no, thrill to no, me it's not well, a thrill it is, Whoops. Oh. we've just been avalanched from the All top the of the fell yeah. anyway here's the thing I just put... I didn't tape photos on the outside of the bins. All I did was put a number on the outside of each bin. A sticker with a number on it. Is there a notebook? No. Where's not the printed out sheets of pictures? Well, those are lost. But thankfully I have them in my the, computer. But they were laminated, weren't no, were they? No, they weren't. Not? They were in plastic sleeve protectors. Um, so oh, that okay. So mm-hmm. that they could be down in the basement where all the plaster falls on them and, you know, everything. I don't know where they are right now. But... I popped open my computer I looked it up, I packed it away just as organized as that first year (laughs) and oh it makes me so happy happy, and I'll tell you my system I have Christmas (laughs) bins that have clear sides so if a Christmas tablecloth was stuffed within one I could easily tell which one it was Mine. then the next step is I only put the ornaments get this because this is how tasteless I am. Okay. In Ziploc bags. I load one up with one kind of things and do I seal no the top. You have breakable? Is nothing breakable? I do. I do have breakable, but. In Ziploc bags? Pretty much, yeah. Sometimes, if necessary, <sighs> I maybe would put some tissue in there, but I never do that. So hmm. then I load it all up in the bin and I put away. Whole process, start to finish, was like, I don't know, 11 seconds. Seemed very minimal. Very not painful because I only have a couple bins of Christmas stuff. Me too. Yeah, it's so great. I don't need any like laminated manuals to wow. my way around the bin. I've it. never yet I love been it. lost inside the Christmas bins. Oh yes, because you're like, where's the exterior lights? I don't know. Is it in that big green one or in the red? Because you don't always put up your exterior lights right at the same time. No, but I do have a bad habit of usually throwing yeah, away the lights. Well, see, I told you guys. Choose you this day. <laughs> if the lights are not like? working, we dog them we're like no, we're I done do here too. I do so too, i feel like that usually happens i took them so, down yeah. and they were working and i put yeah, them back in the bin not. i put them in mm-hmm. fact in the bin that i know is interior lights as much as this is a captivating discussion I'm i do i it, do think that we could probably move on i always mean to go buy the lights right now like when they're 70 percent off at michael's which they are right are now are they that yeah. would be smart Yep, I always have that intention But Anyway, now that I've packed all that away I don't want to talk about it or think about it Until next year after Thanksgiving When you can have another little bout of self-righteousness yeah, I, will, I will have a little <laughs> bout of self righteousness We look forward to Becca's yep. bout of self-righteousness every year <laughs> Well, if they hadn't mocked me so hard Then I wouldn't make a deal of it But I'm they s- did yep. They mocked and they scoffed oh, I still can't get on board with this idea <laughs> But I know that we have listeners out there who love themselves a good Excel spreadsheet. They're I hate just thinking, Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, but, but this is not an Excel spreadsheet. No, but they're probably thinking, if only they could give their garage coordinates and make a <laughs> <laughs> um, and make a document that told them that G eight is where you can find. The- <laughs> You're I love it, people! A it's great a idea. It's a big, it's a big win for so me. So many year. of you, I saw so many people making bush and wells. I just love it. That it was like a and well Hold on, did everyone visit Instagram to see Rachel's bush? Because a bush that bushed you, too hard. It, it, it <laughs> bushed. It bushed so hard. You should go find it on Instagram. It's excellent. It was like, how long was it? Six feet. It was know, not six feet. It was probably five. Five, five foot long. long. We bought a one by ten board to <laughs> put it on because we have no platters. Last year I put it on um, in like two different serving basket trays. And I just made two. But I remembered that we had two and it was all the way gone. Like, yeah. like it was everybody ate some. But it was not quite as much as we should have had. So this year I made three. Which was great because the third one... I just used pieces of the third one to make the little branches and stumps sticking yeah. off of it. And it was so it wasn't a full three length, it was like two and a half plus the stumps. Right. And then all the mushrooms and But that actually is a really good recipe because it is not it's good and chocolatey and tasty but it's no, not but it, light it and doesn't lovely. come off like a you don't feel it's like really you good. just ate a tub of Dunkin' Hines. But anyway, Hines. everyone should go find that picture because it was an astonishing amount of. Boosh. Yeah, so we we drove to Mom's with it suspended on the dash of our car, like Luke, guarding the mushrooms. Luke and I each had a hand on it, holding the big board of boost and well nonsense, but but it, it, it did exactly yeah, what it I was said. Good. Bizarre Christmas showmanship Uh that our kids already. It's only this is only our second year of doing this, and our kids are locked in that this is what happens like, this is the scene. And I was just hating it that I had not thought to buy clear, edible like food glitter to put on the powder sugar so it would look more like snow. uh, So next next year, year. That's on the list. Edible food glitter. Yeah, next year and this year, I also was quite pleased with the success of the scalloped potatoes, which for some reason that's a basic thing that has eluded me. Did you use the Ina Garten one? No, nope, I didn't use a recipe. What did you use? My own wit. No, <laughs> I used I did. <laughs> I finally found I found someone make the comment, and it was like that's the info I needed that was don't because because all of the recipes like in a garden everyone is making it for like four people and oh, then yeah. it becomes really a monster when you're trying to like change the size of the pans and yeah. the size of the whatever and I read somewhere someone say just make sure that the cream comes a third of the way up the side of the potatoes oh, isn't that a win and I was like happens? bless your heart this uh-huh. person who told me this news yeah. is what I needed yeah. so I have my huge prep bowl out and all of the of uh, the potatoes sliced thin, and I put them all. They were all submerged in cold water because russet so potatoes hardly do that. Well, yeah. brown are like red, like weird colors. Yeah. The juices. It's not good. Um, and I had glass. I bought big glass pans because I, you know. Potatoes doing that weird reactive business that turns them like gray sometimes oh, yeah. with like foil, yeah. and only sometimes. You never know. No, you don't. You never know when the will will take them to turn gray mm-hmm. or blue, like just the yeah. weirdest, yucky color. Yeah. So I um got the glass pans, and then I just poured cream over in like just cream in the in the bowl, and then I put a bunch of fresh thyme in it, and some nutmeg, and salt, and pepper. And then just tasted the cream, like, until yeah. I thought it was the right yeah. s- uh, seasoning. seasoning, but a little bit saltier because potatoes take up salt. Mm-hmm. So then I transferred them out into the pans, and then I just added some of the cream until it was a third of the way up. Perfect. And I put gruyere and butter, on, little butter nice. knobs on top. It was good. But, the, really but the part that thrilled me was that we baked them Saturday. I took them to Sabbath dinner, just covered in saran wrap, oh. and then we reheated them Monday. Oh, they, and were they were, good. were great. Yeah, they, they were, were not like, they did not seem like old news no they were great yeah. they were very good I can vouch for it so now you all know that secret that it is a third of the way up the side and it was like more than that and it will be way too rainy like they won't thicken up mm-hmm. correctly mm-hmm. and less than that they'll be dry I good was like hello know. that's the th- news I was waiting for my yeah. whole life yeah that's pretty yeah. good anyways awesome there's that anyway so guys it's coming on to New Year's where we all feel like we're turning over a new leaf when is it we're three getting, days we're out we getting turned over Something's, <laughs> hap- something's <laughs> happening. We're half life. the time is coming. It's over. I love. You realize the magic. I actually Rich. love New Year's. The magic this year is that New Year's is on a Monday. Wow, Becca, it's your ultimate. It's your ultimate. <laughs> it's my ultimate. Start a diet. <laughs> Start a diet on the right <laughs> on the, day. It's a the Monday. the first day and of the new week in the new year yeah, and the it's new all life. The first, the stars a aligned. That's Becca. Becca, this is one of our. Personality differences aside from our Christmas ornaments. Becca likes to start things on the starting days. I do. I am I do. a big believer in the do it now or you never will. Yeah, well, Wednesday that's... afternoon is as good of a time to start a diet as any, <laughs> any other time. Sure, I kind of need to have erased the chalkboard nicely first. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> I need to like let's just let's just not be hasty. Let's think oh. this through. And let's start. <laughs> oh, but anyway, yeah. oh. it's a it's an alignment of everything, guys. So uh-huh. Monday, come Monday, Becca's gonna be... finally have the year she's been waiting for because <laughs> it's starting on a Monday. Woo! What a relief. So it will be great. So about the new year, though, is Mm -hmm. about resolutions. And I was talking with new planners. Somebody asked us about a planner. I feel like I feel like we either maybe we talked in the one that got lost. It was the one that we weren't recording. Mm -hmm. We talked at length in the salad episode. Um, yeah, in the salad episode, the salad kicking show. So in that one, anyways, the thing about the the thing about planners and whatever is that. It always comes down to doing it. No matter what you do to try to coordinate your efforts, it comes mm-hmm. down to the but actual doing of but things. But sometimes, if you have a planner, it inspires you to do it better. This is the 80-20 rule. 20% of the time, that happens. And we keep questing after it. Like You're going you to have to flesh out the 80-20 rule. Okay, well, it, the, 80 20, the 80-20 rule has a different name. It's like some phenomenon in life that is the 80-20 okay. rule. That is, like, 20% of the time you do something that gets... it works. Well, okay, like, if you... If it pertains to shopping, 20% of your shopping efforts produce 80% of the results. Like, sometimes you go out looking for clothes, you'll have that one time where you got 80% Founded of it everything. all. But the other 80% of your trips only cobbles together the remaining 20%. So, the, it's kind of like... 80, 20% of the time, your effort outputted gets 80% of the results. Was this like basically somebody's batting average? I like guess, kind of. How many times you um, hit it over the fence? I think the thing is, though, that how many that, times you strike out? No, this is the thing that I, I say this a lot about dieting, anyways. There are times in your life when the thing that actually made you feel better was eating some food. Like, I think those are a lot of times in life. I think that's about three times a day. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about like emotional eating. There's they're like rare. Oh, sure. They're not in the actual sure. just regular meal where time. It really but hit like the spot, like where you maybe you're feeling really weirdly emotionally unsteady and things are rough. And then you had oh, geez, a mocha, so yeah. Or you had a yeah. mocha and it was like, oh, it's gonna be okay. I've sure. got it all. But then we keep trying that trick all the time hoping that it will do it and a bunch of the time it doesn't. Or like okay. drinking coffee. There's there's some of the oh, yeah. time that it really is totally and Basically it's the first four sips of the day and That's then, magical yeah, and then, and then, then after that you going. just and then like, yeah. but it can be in the middle of the afternoon and you're starting to get locked jaw and you're still pouring yourself a <laughs> cup of coffee because you're hoping that it's going to change things for you and it's not that I don't know it's that it's that I'm saying that sometimes there's that those little moments of success lead us to pursue things harder than like like it's true that some of the time having a good planner actually accelerated something but you can keep going back to the planner as though it's going to do that for you that's that's true but it's also true that like if you have a busy life and tons of things to remember and keep track of my particular system that I end up with is not an effective one, which is yeah. millions of post-it notes in my brain. And that's mm-hmm. the only place that they are. And that is actually strangely ineffective. I'm not. Sub- and so, yeah. so the thing is, is like, if you actually find a system whereby you can remember your appointments and so I don't keep like track of everything, I don't then like that actually will help you to do a better job. Yeah. That's I don't, I don't like my phone. I don't like mm-hmm. putting things on my phone and I do I way I better with paper but my yeah. life now is not one where I always have my school bag with me and a notebook or that I always have no. like, and so it turns out the thing is, though, um, she's reading a text guys anyway. Sorry. I was just lost checking, just checking. Upon. No, I was saying I, that, that, that is hard. Like now I am not sitting at a desk or whatever all the time. And no. so I actually realized that m- for my personality, my brain, the way I like it best is paper planning. So what I realized makes a big difference is if I just focus on sitting down every day with my notebook to look at it, that that actually does way more for me being effectively planned than anything else does. Because you can put together a Supremo planner and then never get it out again. Right, or like I make a full menu plan for the week and then I don't even know where it goes. I just go shopping with it and then it's gone for good. But see, I don't... Like, but I, I remember it because I did it on paper, so it doesn't... It doesn't. But have, if I plan the menu for the week and I get the stuff for that, then I very rarely do each thing on the day I thought I would. Never. Most of the time, like, you just hardly ever. You just know you have those meals and so yeah. you pull them out when you feel like it. And so, but I just think that... I actually tend to my, make other things with in the same ingredients. my ever hopeful quest, I always feel like I would like a good planner, and I have not found one that I want. Yeah, That's the problem. Because they're either way Just too Just buy yourself finicky. a bin. Take a picture of it. <laughs> would you all like to hear me graciously answer a snotty comment? <laughs> too bad they missed that chance. <laughs> if only you could have. It would have been a great example to everyone. No, see, my, here's the thing. Oh my people, goodness. People, here's what I... Am I about to do your storybook Bible comment? I might. Oh, Becca's got to be rude. be rude, guys. Here's what I don't understand. I don't understand the kind of lifestyle that can turn your planner into basically a daily scrapbooking operation. Like, because I feel like if you have so much time in your day that you can cut out little know. cutesy things and paste them on and color code and add stickers and it might little stuff. it might come down to how fast you are with stickers no but like if you have that much time well, what i don't if you, think no you what if you have your stickers stored conveniently in a bin <laughs> and you just have to reference your little document No, I just you know like, right where the soccer ball sticker like, is why so why Megan. do you need a planner? Because you clearly have a lot of free time in your day. Maybe you planner for fun. Well, that's what a lot of people do because you see, like... Maybe. If you ever look at these planners, I'm like... Becca, that would be such a good challenge oh. for us to to just be like, this week we're going to try to actually scrapbook a uh, planner and see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see what would like, happen there. It's clearly more of a hobby than it is an actual tool. I, I don't know. It might be because the reason that I'm I'm going to be so much less judgy than you. I the, you are so judgy today. That the thing about you are judgy, hands <laughs> m- today. The thing about that is that what helps me when I'm writing things down and thinking about things is actually having my brain in the space. So I don't I don't want to be using multicolored gel pens. I don't want to be getting out stickers, but I could see if someone said that they could get their brain into the space that way and it was more helpful. I'm, no, I'm not talking about, I get it if it's like, no, I'm throwing a paperclip clip here and I'm putting a bookmark flag right there and I'm going to underline this other thing. I'm talking about, <laughs> have you ever looked at these groups online? But because but I No, have. I, I haven't, have. but I bet you a million dollars that most people would feel that way about you fabricating your own tear off <laughs> pads of grocery lists. Which which you do. Which yeah, you do. do. And do. it would be like, how can you not have anything else to do that you had to go buy? But see, that you had to go buy. And and somehow persuaded me to think I was making a tear-off pad. And I bought a little yeah. bottle of glycerin because I already had the gelatin. And I was yeah. like, of course I should make a tear-off here's pad. Thing. here's the thing. Who doesn't need one of those? But this is my point, is that for many people that would feel exactly the same. Of course it would. Because... So, but I, I never pretended that the tear-off pad was was actually a time-saving project. I bet, I bet you could have thought it was because I no, bet you could have saving. thought for no. you to like your notebook yeah, no, would true. change your mood. No, about the grocery plan. But I'll tell you something else. Yeah. Every time I go, tear out a little grocery you love it. list. I do. I love it. So maybe for other people, every time yeah. they go to schedule a dentist appointment and they and see they their little tooth pink. sticker, they're like, <laughs> they're, they're like, I'm so proud of myself yeah. for having that sticker yeah, on time right. and putting it. Where I take I wanted it back, it. guys. I'm taking back all my yeah. judgy Shoot. comments. But here's the thing, though. That's not my life. I need a. <laughs> I need a planner. Let's go back to criticizing everything. our own lives. <laughs> my life right now is a reckless junk drawer of doom when it comes to how I remember what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And so, I have the this this sort of, there's this gold pot at the end of the rainbow hope that I'm going to come up with a good planner system. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you my thoughts on the new year.
1: This I, I, I was do. talking
0: with a friend, got, ran out to lunch with a friend the other day, which was like... That's just so bizarrely vacationing we never do that kind of thing it's very fun we were just talking about goals and you know like what are what are the plans right and one of the things that came up was well so we're both doing the bible reading challenge and i got woefully behind over christmas like weirdly behind weird because i kept i keep thinking i would like it was just weird i was behind but i'm all caught up now so it's good But we were talking about that. And I said, you know what? You know that verse. And I'm not even sure where it is. So, but draw near unto him and he will draw near unto you. Okay. Right. Uh, That whole concept, how many of us know that to be the case? That you, that you're reading your Bible, that you're praying and you, that the rewards for that are so monumental Mm -hmm. in the, in the fact of like when you really are walking with God and you're, and you are doing this work that is really just a discipline a Christian discipline of like right. I will do this and when you know how good it is and what great results it has why are we so easily distracted from that like how is it that when we know like like why is it not drinking coffee in the morning that I forget to do for a yeah. while like yeah, you don't do that you're never <laughs> like I got to get back in the groove of getting a cup of coffee in the yeah, morning right like you don't need help with that you no. just do it and it, it strikes me as a thing where we were talking about this and I said, Yeah, but, but the reality is that all of your this is kind of a big this is a big topic, but the devil has no interest in keeping me from my coffee. Or keeping right. me from like the flesh and the devil yep. really don't give a rip about sure. many things, but being in the word and being in fellowship with God, they do that is yes. a thing that Matters, and I was laughing with her about one of my favorite quotes that has always tickled me. Is that one about be the kind of woman that when your feet hit the floor in the morning, the devil says, "Oh crap, she's up." <laughs> I'm just like, yes, goals, life goals. And you think of it if you enjoy screw tape letters, that like if you yeah. think of it in those kinds of terms, oh, yeah. like be weighty opposition like don't be Mm -hmm. the kind of person that uh that doesn't matter whether or not you're doing anything the enemy doesn't need to waste their time on you (laughs) right exactly like don't be the kind of person that the enemy just really doesn't care one way or the other what's going on and and you think okay so like i that's a goal life goal right there we would like to be having the devil You're like, dang it, another day. (laughs) That'd be great. So here, the thing that I, my point though was that, so the fact that there is actual spiritual resistance to you being in the word is an indicator of how important it is. Not, Uh not, you know, whatever. Anyways, the point is, is I have all these things I want to be better at that when I look at my life and I'm like, holy smokes, like I have a very long list of things. I'm like... I need to be more disciplined about this thing. I need to be more disciplined about this. I need to do this differently and I need to do this. You know, like, it's a long list and it's an overwhelming list. But the thing that I think is the only one that actually matters is being in the Word and praying and focusing on that. And the reason is because I don't actually think the devil cares one way or another how well my laundry is going. Like, or how... Like, like, all those things are good things. But all those things are good things to spend my time in. And I'm not saying they're not important. I'm saying they're not the place to exert all of your no. self-discipline. No, not all and of it, for sure. That no, should be downstream. But I think... And then it reminds me of pottery. When you're shaping something on a potter's wheel, you don't do it you don't grab the thing that's moving on the potter's wheel you can exert like with a rib or with your fingernail or with whatever you can touch one place and hold one place and the shape of the whole thing changes yeah. that's what I'm talking about I'm not saying that none of my other work matters or I shouldn't try to improve on any of those things I'm saying that trying to improve on those things can really will only be done by increased discipline you know like if you try to grab the whole thing it collapses like if you're like every single thing has to tighten up and improve and do whatever um, anyways this is all this is because I have had things that I've wanted to do for a long time that I have failed to get into my regular daily habit but mm-hmm. I meant to do do you know what I'm talking oh, about yeah. like so I have um, like one of the things is, is I will read my Bible every day and then I have that, that Kenneth Boa book handbook to prayer that's really good And it is like praying scripture. So it is, it's just like a help to pray. But it will be like a scripture passage and then it will say, you know, like it will have like a thing in italics saying, use this to thank God for the blessings in your life. Like, so it, it is like you're reading scripture and then filling in, Yeah. like, you know, as you go and it's wonderful, but it like takes an additional little minute to do like it just it takes a little bit more or I want to write prayers I want to write out prayers for my kids and I have a thing where I have the notebooks with a rubber band on them so I was like if I have one for each kid if I do one a day and then move them to the back of the pile so you really are like mm-hmm. once a week writing I'm just, a prayer I'm out just not taking this opportunity I'm just letting it yeah go don't it. take I'm, it well I'm, just I'm it telling it you there. the thing I've not done But this is the thing is I've not done it, but I know it would be spiritually profitable. It would be good. I know it would bless my children. I know it is the thing I should be like. I'm like, but I don't do it because it's like when or I don't have a pen or I wasn't sitting there. It's like the dumbest little thing. I feel like a lot of the time just having having a place, like a little bit of a, like liturgy is the wrong word, but kind of a liturgy. Routine. This is where I sit. And I actually like to go sit there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is an enjoyable place for me to go sit down and... Right. ...whatever. Like, having those... Well, this ties back to the planner. I think it's like when you have a thing that makes it something you look forward to... Yes. ...rather than this kind of scattered, oh, I was going to try and get but that But also, it's a catch-22 because doing it is what makes you look forward to it. Right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's one of those things that half of it is just doing it so that you can figure out, like, like... Um, because I was talking about this, I am actually, I have a chair, which is where I sit when I'm, but there's a lot of other traffic. We have what we call the art desk over Mm -hmm. there. So kids are always getting into stuff over there. So there's a lot of other things happening there. And uh, I did just, I was like, maybe a basket or something that just has my Bible and pens. and Like, this is just my stuff. So I'm trying that, but I don't, I'm not holding out all hope that that will make it all come together for me. But I also like if, It's just the challenge of thinking, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to see. And I can change the method if it's not working. If I'm doing it, I'll know what's not working. Yeah, What's difficult. You know, like, oh, I can never find my pen. I need to chain it to the basket so that the kids can't take it (laughs) away and replace it. Right. Yeah, anyways, all of this, I just think, I was just coming back to, I have a whole lot of goals and a lot of things that need to be done and a lot of places that require just like what seems like you know how tempting it is to be like, it's a new year, so this year I'm going to need... That's awkward. That's like just my phone. phone. Uh, it's like this year I'm going to be way more awesome. I'm going to wake mm-hmm. up early and require less sleep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have more energy and yeah. be better. I'm going to be a different person, I'm going to be a totally other person. I'm going to have different skill sets. Because after all, this Come year Monday. starts on a Monday. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, the, that is the that is the thing is that it's so tempting to write everything in a really unrealistic kind of like this oh, yeah. is my I'm gonna lose thirty pounds and run a marathon and I'm gonna do this yeah. and I'm gonna do that and you're like nothing good is gonna come of that kind of unrealistic Well um, but sometimes they're not unrealistic. There's nothing wrong with somebody, you know, trying to lose thirty pounds. But No, I didn't mean that I meant I meant I'm talking about the attitude of writing down like almost mythic proportions of New Year's plans is kind of like really have you not been working hard because that's that's a thing that I face sometimes I yeah and I think the thing is I do not feel like I need to work harder because I need to work but I do I I feel like there's a lot of ways that we could make this whole thing more streamlined because yeah there's just well I started working on that I've worked on that from time to time about routines like where I was like okay I need to evaluate my routines because I well like an example is that I could sweep my house five times a day and come up with stuff every time oh yeah like always and i was like i think i need to like decide on the size of the hamster wheel for every project mm-hmm. because what's the ultimate like if i sweep twice a day will the house always seem pretty decent right you know what i mean like but if you get into that feeling of that this is just a frantic thing where we just always have to sweep and i always have to do this yeah. it also makes it so that you don't you don't bend over and pick up that twisty tie Because you're like, I already have to sweep the whole house again anyways. You know what I mean? Like, so you don't... I don't know. These are the things that I try to work on. It's like, how can I change my routines because I know I am working hard? Like, I know that. And I know I can't just throw out a goal of being like... No, you can't throw out a goal. My my goal plan is to be a new and better person tomorrow. Like, well, good luck with that one. Yeah, it's probably not super realistic. But... There is something I think nice about a new year, where it is a sort of, it is. I don't, we don't do resolutions because I think, I mean, not resolutions. You don't have a planner to put them in. Where no, I just mean like where you're vowing something for the year. Because what is the verse about? It's better to not vow than to vow and not pay. Or I thought you were gonna say, let not him who puts on his armor boast, like like him who takes it 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 off. Better to be like, comments. oh, it's the end of this year. No, but these I these mean, are the things we actually accomplished that we meant to. I do I don't year. mind saying we're gonna try. Well, I think it's healthy for this and that. I think it's I a think healthy thing, thing to evaluate. But I don't think the sort of um, vowing things is wise. Right? You know, because like binding you, yourself who with oaths. are oats. you promising this? To yeah, <laughs> because it's like don't be the kind of person that is always doing that and then breaking your word. You know, right? Like it's yeah. just better to. So I don't, I guess I think of resolutions as a little bit more of a like, here I stand, I can do no other kind of thing. And that's not what I'm wanting to do. You think of that as being a resolution? (laughs) No, like here I am tomorrow, I'm going to run three miles and I am going to get all that. You know, I don't. I should tell my running story speaking of that. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead and finish here. Feel free no you finish your thing about you don't think of resolutions I just know. mean like I think there's something really nice about a new year and a fresh start and like I'm going to try some new it's stuff it's healthy to evaluate it's your really goals nice. and what's the point and it's really nice right after Christmas because it's such a crescendo at the end of the year and it's just nice to like come down from that and it's like okay we've got a big stretch of road ahead with just not really anything on the, the calendar part. and we're this just going to try and part. establish some new routines yeah. but I don't like make giant promises and No, yeah. I I think it's healthy to think about, okay, what do I want to be this year? What is my goal this year? That kind of thing I think is good. But I actually think that that's a Christian practice all the time. Yeah. It's not like once a year. It's something that you should be evaluating all the time. Like, what should I be doing differently? How should I be preparing better for this? What should I, you know, like, that's a thing. Mm -hmm. That's an ongoing So go ahead with your running story. Oh, okay, so this morning my husband and I decided to go on a run. It's snowy out here, so I don't, I have, a, I don't have a lot of depth of running wardrobe, but, but most of my things that I would wear running are like three quarter length pants. You know yeah. what I mean? Like shorter leggings. Well, it's snowy. You don't want to run through the snow in that. So I rustle out <laughs> the world's most obnoxious pair of leggings that really are designated as only desperado pajamas at my house they are not things that i wear out on the town and wool socks so they're red white and blue leggings these like teal aqua wool socks pulled up over them and then like hot pink and white running shoes luckily the rest of the ensemble i put together was just black it was not. That was just the obscenity down below was all the colors and the whatever. But Luke is wearing like black tights under his shorts and then these multicolored socks with this. So I almost made him promise me we would not see anyone. I was like I'll go with you but if you can swear to me that no one will see us while we do this. And (laughs) (laughs) speaking of vows Vows that you can't keep oh i did wear a blue hat anyways out we go we run it was fun we were having a good time nobody cares what we're wearing it was fine it didn't matter and we get into the university of idaho campus which is totally desolate like not a solitary human anywhere and we're running it's probably like a mile a little more than a mile out in our run and we're running up this long slow hill so it's an it's a arduous hill. And up ahead of us, there's one guy on the sidewalk. And he keeps whipping around to look at us. And it was, like, really funny because it made us feel way slower than, like, he yeah. thought we were going to be passing him. But we're, like, still a long way behind. And then I was like, we're not that fast because he keeps looking over his shoulder to check on us. But when we get to him, he springs a map on us and we realize he's lost. He is a brand new to the United States Uh, electrical engineering grad student. So he's an international student from India. And has never seen snow before. (laughs) And is alone on campus in the snow and doesn't know how to get home. Like He does not know his way home. And he has a big map with him. But he can't tell where anything is on the map. Like he doesn't know where he is on the map. He doesn't (laughs) know. He knows he's looking for Lauder Street which is near our house. So uh, we did know where that was. And so Luke explained it to him. He's like, you just go straight down to where the road tees. And he's like, and then you're going to turn right. And then you stand this road into the end and then you're going to turn left. Like, you know, it was a couple turns, but it was pretty basic. Yeah. And then he would be like, so where do I go? So we were like, <laughs> so Luke kept going. He's like, let me show you on a map. He walked him through it. He's like, we he told him the directions like probably four times, like several times. Like yeah. this is, you're good. You just go this way. We're like, okay. He shakes his hand and we start running and he starts running with us. And he's not in running clothes. He was not out for a run. And, but he's like trying to keep up with us. Like we're like, he must really be lost. Like yeah. he must be really trying to hang on to the hope of someone who knows their way out of this campus. <laughs> so, so we're like. We'll just walk. So we, because it's so funny that he just joined us. And uh, like we have such magnetic personalities. We just go out running and gather people with us on our run. It's like a musical. So, so he, uh, anyways, we walk with him, but he, oh my word, it was just a hoot because we asked him about the snow he's like he's the first time ever seeing it in his life and Luke's like well have you eaten any and, he, and his eyes just like what like, <laughs> huge and so Luke is trying to like explain it like he's like you know clean snow not like the stuff on the street and so he leans over and grabs some from this just like pristine bed of snow you know like yeah. you can tell that there have you know it's yeah. fine Luke grabs a handful. He said, this guy looks like he's like, going to pass out. We're like, (laughs) we're like laughing. And then we couldn't figure out why he was so weirded out by it. Like, like it's just, it's just water. It's just ice. And then Luke said, and then he thought, I think he maybe thought we said rice. And then Luke, Luke was like, Luke was like, kind of like rice. I mean like, whatever. We're going into the snow is just like rice territory. And then, And then, but we Uh, thought later, maybe he thought that Luke was like gonna feed him some snow or something. Like, we don't know what he was so scandalized about. Except for, I was thinking maybe in India, you would never eat Eat anything off off the the ground ground at all. Even though it was not, to people familiar with snow, this was a very. Not questionable snow sourcing that Luke did. It was not. It was not like what my children do sometimes, where you're like, no, a thin coat of fresh snow on top of the plowed drift. No, not it. No, don't but eat I just that. don't. You remember the sensation of lying down in a snowbank somewhere, just kind of. It is a blah. Just kind of. No, just kind of like eating the snow off your mittens. Oh yeah, you're like, like. I am get snow clods here. I might get some like, like wool fiber no, in there. Yeah, yeah. you get like wool in your mouth or the taste like, of mittens the thing that but we see, all know this is because we used to wear knitted mittens and yeah like, but my kids have never worn a knitted mitten in no their but wife. the taste of the taste of mitten is is, is probably still the same. Probably, if we were but eating like, snow off of the it, wouldn't of the fiber, no, it would not be the wool fiber but it would be some. Yeah. yeah, but it was so funny because he was just like it was quite a surreal time That's that we really had funny. with him so we walked him home. but the thing is is these horrific leggings that I was wearing. And I got myself tickled on Facebook. Somebody said, even your crazy leggings. I was like, no, these are my special USA ambassador pants that I wear, <laughs> I wear these out. Well, when looking for internationals that need help. See, I know this from when we, when we were living in England. Every person that you encounter is speaking on behalf of their whole nation. Yes, I because felt very sensitive about somebody, what I was saying yeah, about my country folk today. One person says something mm-hmm. and you're like, well, English people all... Whatever, right? And then you think how appalled we would be if just random Americans were speaking for us. But it's like it's right? almost impossible to not read it through that. Like grid. what we all do all the time is oh, eat yeah. Chef Boyardee, always. like, <laughs> no, we don't. No, what are you saying? Yeah, but the thing is, like, it's very like when you have a very limited experience of it, you just that's what it it, it feels it's all, like. Yeah, now yeah. Now so you know. I felt you know I felt English a little do. vulnerable about that that I had so shared he knows with him now. That's what American women look like. That's what we do. We they run around. They eating run snow. around and eat snow, <laughs> and it's really weird. But that's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Oh, it yeah. was a good. No, I drew some very inaccurate conclusions over my. Yeah, over my time in England, and but it I takes some to time back. to like sort it out. Yeah, probably. I had to go back and take it back like I'd be like everyone remember when I told you about how they do it in England yeah I made that up (laughs) it turns out (laughs) that did not come from a reliable source yeah that is funny anyway well the really good one was this one moment where we had a joint fusion of these events because I was in an English grocery store and it was like in the first few weeks I'd been there and it was this tiny little grocery store so in Oxford, it was like this little mini mart, but I didn't know about the big, like the big supermarkets that were mm. sort of outside. Of town. So I thought this was their grocery store. And I'm this like, are you big. kidding me? Like they sell individually packaged chicken breasts. Is this where what the is one happening? pound bags of flour came from? Well, even there, they don't do big bags of flour, but they were, yeah, it was, everything was super tiny and, and everything. And then in the the grocery cart had the pole welded onto it, you know, like, so you can't get it out of the store. And, and we, I see those around here now, but at the time I'd never encountered that here. So I was Mm -hmm. like, what's with this pole? Like you're parading around with like a flagpole (laughs) on your, on your (laughs) cart. Like what is happening? And at the checkout, I or Ben asked, so what's this pole here for? And the lady (laughs) tells me, she goes, well, you know how they do it in America. And I was like, how did they do it in America? (laughs) And she says, well, everyone takes their trolley and throws it in the river. (laughs) And I was like... It just adds an extra step. What do they do now? She was like, so we put the pole on it so that you can't take your trolley... (laughs) And throw it in the river. And you're like, yes, it adds this cumbersome step to my shopping every time. I'm at Winko's and I have to tie this thing onto the roof of the car, and, and I have to go, and I have to go, go find a bridge somewhere and chuck it. But I was so stumped. Like, you're preventing me from throwing this in the river, like, oh. like the way I would normally at home. <coughs> yeah, yeah, right, it was good. But I just enjoyed One of that. And my hobbies. I, I then believed that all trolleys in England had these poles welded on, so that you wouldn't throw it in the river. And she <laughs> believed that everyone in America throws it in the river. So, it but did you ever tell? Did you tell her that that was not well, so? Well, and then the other thing we did, and people who live in England, I'm sure will get this, but you know, you have to put a little pound in sometimes to get the trolley out of the well then you like, own it and you have to throw it in the river yeah exactly because yeah. you and bought you it for a pound for you, sli- you slide your little pound in and it like unlocks it so you can take the trolley and I was like are you joking like they're charging me a pound to use the stupid like no yeah. I shall not so we were being all like nope we're taking the double stroller through the grocery <laughs> aisles because because <laughs> we don't want to pay a pound <laughs> is it just like your deposit <laughs> yeah you get it back <laughs> but we religiously never used them. What's <laughs> <laughs> with these pricey trolleys? <laughs> the pricey trolley that has a pole on it. Anyway, by the time we, you know, we got it sorted out. But this was the first. We were there for only a summer, and we were on foot in Oxford. Yeah. So I never did find the big supermarket, and I and I resolutely used my stroller. <laughs> When we moved over there for good, that's when I figured it out. I found out, oh, they actually have grocery stores. Well, that's a lot more reasonable. Like everybody, remember how I said there's no grocery stores in England? Yeah, I I found one. I found one. I found it. And it's a normal size. <laughs> it's not exactly a super Walmart. Oh but, my you word, know. I love that. The, you standing fast oh, on the not making deposits. No. Make no deposits for no, trolleys ever on I the principle. It's, it's kind of like no taxation without representation. Yeah, like I'm not doing yeah. this, guys. Like I come from the land of the free and the, tea the home party of the brave. I come from the stock, of, <laughs> the stock of the Boston Tea Party, and I'm not going to pay you for the use of this. Well, and then, and then really for months, getting out your best no, Americana there. For months, I believed that they did not have powdered sugar in England. And I was very annoyed at the whole nation. Because I was like, what do you do, guys? What do you do? <laughs> and I had searched the aisle. No powdered sugar. I had asked the people at the grocery store. No powdered sugar. They're like, no, we don't have that in England. And anyway, then one day, I happened to cross it at the store in a different aisle. Like, over by the cakes or something. Like, it wasn't with the sugar. And it was not mm-hmm. called... Powdered sugar or confectioner sugar. It was called icing sugar and it came in a box so you wouldn't really recognize it. I buy powdered sugar in a box. Well, I'm, just I'm saying, a principled it, box powdered sugar user. But I'm just saying if you weren't, you didn't spot it on the okay. shelf as like, oh, there it's it is. It's because there's really nothing as unwieldy as a bag of powdered sugar. No, they always get they holes. Just, yeah. And and actually this is a challenge that I, I am sure that all of you have noticed this, but do you think it's possible to open a tub of cocoa powder without getting it no, on the counter? No, it's not possible. You can't do it. It's that foil. When you pull the foil, it just pops. It's not even the foil. It's like after the foil. Anytime mm. you open uh, cocoa powder, yeah, you can't do it. It's I like can't mind. Remember I that time that we like spent an like oxo. forever trying to sit down on our couch without letting the spring squeak. No, nope. we were like. It was like a like how gently can you sit down the, the, can we make the couch be silent when you I don't this was remember many this. years ago but I don't remember it. We spent a long time pursuing that end and it yeah. wouldn't happen. But I think that cocoa powder's right up there in it. You just can't do it. No. You can't. Yeah. And and powdered sugar. And anyway I had to take it back. I told all my friends and relatives, England has no powdered sugar. I'd Confessions like, of the
1: temporary yeah. expat. Like,
0: edit that. Expat edit mistakes. That, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, but people had told me, no, we don't have that in England. But it's because I was asking for something. It's funny though go. because we've been talking for a long. England time. would have that. Of they course do, they would. They have do it. the icings that, more yeah, than many people. But groups. that's why I was so stumped. I was like, <laughs> what do you guys do? Do you put it in the food processor and just blend until it's really, 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 <laughs> really fine? <laughs> it's so good. All <laughs> right. But, yeah, well, have, have yourself go. a happy New Year. I'm gonna go rejoice in my. Christmas ornaments that are back in the basement. Yeah. It's good that she rejoices in them. Yeah. We'll give it to you. Yeah. All right. Happy New Year. Okay. Bye. New St. Andrews College thanks you for listening.